Warning, this episode may contain explicit language and spoilers from the entire Reordenverse. What's up, guys? Hi. Welcome back to the Damn Snack Bar. This is episode 62, Joe. Look at that. I blow up Professor Thoth's Locker of Doom. What? I know, right? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We're reading chapters 22 to 24 of The Red Pyramid today, Joe. What did you think? Well, I just heard. First what thoughts you said. from Joe. <laughs> We're reading chapters. Really, it should be we're reviewing chapters. Okay. I've just, like, you've been talking about saying it's 60, what, how many? 63, 62? 62. 62 episodes, I'm only just you now. You can no, shove it up for your butt. As I'm only just now picking it up, it's just like, it should be reviewing chapters. We're practically reading it, my god. Yeah. Well, I am. Anyway, <laughs> I've read it. No, I mean like while recording. Oh, only bit, um, only unless they're literal, um, word for word necessary moments. Okay, great. So Hit me, Joe. Thoughts on these the chapters? Way. Okay, you read them a week ago. It feels like I read. Well, here's the thing. What usually happens is I usually read them the day of. Yeah. So that they're fresh in my mind. Yeah. So I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And on top of the fact that I read them four, three days ago. I had a drink when I read them, and so I was already like, woohoo! <laughs> reading them. And I've also had a drink now, and I'm very tired and sunburnt, so I'm sort of not thinking. Can you. What's the first chapter called? Leroy Meets the Locker of Doom. Okay, so the only thing I remember in that chapter. Oh, they get rid of. Okay, so that was a good chapter. <laughs> Thank you. Very, okay, that was a good chapter. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to start explaining and then have it re-explained later when you do the recap. Don't ask me this question. I'm too out of it. Let's go straight. Into what do you mean? Don't ask you this question. This is the beginning of every episode, <laughs> no. and it's gonna be that way for all of the King Chronicles because I can't talk about my thoughts no. because I'm asking you. No, that's all my little noise out of my head. <laughs> You're an idiot. All right, let's go. Did you think of Lightning McQueen though when I did that? No, no. Okay, just me. <laughs> okay, so Joe in no. chapter <laughs> merge. In chapter 22, Leroy meets the Locker of Doom. Carter and Sadie are found again by the set animal in the airport, and Carter must battle against what the mortals believe to be a moose. <gasps> Successfully hiding the set animal in his locker, Carter only just makes it to his gate in time and crashes from exhaustion on the flight. Did you say then, animal? I said set animal, but I like stumbled through <laughs> it. Then his bard takes flight, and Carter gets to observe set and the progress of his pyramid build. Yes. Let's see, and I remember that. Okay. Yes. Well, that's what happened, Joe. Okay. See, but, the, okay, so the funniest thing that happened in this whole chapter was that it took zero persuasion for, you know, Carter to get Boss to run away. She was like, okay, bye. <laughs> I was like, Boss. You got this. You got this. Okay, bye. I was like, Boss, you're literally a goddess. You should you should be staying behind and helping. But she kind of was like, no, I'll sacrifice myself. It'll be okay. And she was like, cool, bye. And he was like, uh. 
Okay, okay. I yeah, she, because I she, she doesn't, like, me. recognize him as somebody that she needs to protect until after this incident. <laughs> and then he gets to the flight, and then she goes, oh, I kind of respect you a little bit. I'm going to start protecting you. And oh, it's like, this poor kid. it was so fucking funny. Like, well, like, she's only thinking, she's like, well, you're not Sadie, so, yeah, do whatever <laughs> like, you want. Like, <laughs> I just love the attitude where it's like, where it's like, Oh, I really want someone to like, you know, be do the whole thing where it's like, do you want a piece of cake? No, no, I don't need a piece of cake. Come on, you want a piece of cake? <laughs> I have a piece of cake. No, I really shouldn't be like, come on, have a piece of cake. All right, all right, I'll have a piece of cake. No, it was like, do you want a piece of cake? No, okay. Well, wait, wait, use the piece of fabric on it. I really want the cake. <laughs> there is something that happens. It's like that exact scene in something. And I'm trying to think of what it is. Madagascar, King Julian's talking about how much sacrifice he wants to give the gods. No, I don't want any more sacrifice. <laughs> I said I'm fun. <laughs> Here, have another sacrifice. I'm not thank you, I'm fun. No, I really want to give it to you. I said, no, I don't want another sacrifice. That's from the second one. <laughs> is that what you were thinking of? You looked at me like I was crazy. No. You didn't know what I was talking about. But I had to elaborate, and then you didn't stop me. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, do you wonder, do you reckon we could go through one episode without a King Julian <laughs> And the answer is obviously no. Because no. <laughs> King no, Julian cannot. is rich because fat. <laughs> King Julian is love. King Julian is love. <laughs> he just applies to, like, every, every situation. situation ever. He's such a mood. How can you not? <laughs> He's really, I'm just really feeling him lately. I'm like, ah, oh, King Julian. I literally, my favorite, one of my favorite mugs that I own has King Julian on it. It's a King Julian mug. It's very good. It's brilliant. You yeah. You also have a Shrek one. And Donkey. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Two separate mugs. It's not Shrek and Donkey on the one mug oh, because yeah. we're not here so to fuck fighters, you know? She has three gigantic mugs and they've got three separate characters on them. Exactly. It's Donkey, Shrek, and Julian. Yeah. Sorry, King Julian. My God, how dare I just... Actually, on Shrek. the mug, he's written as King Julian Lima. <gasps> I know. He His last, last name, name is Lima. <laughs> well, he couldn't exactly do that for Donkey. Donkey, Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> or his first name's Don, his last name's Keith. Don? <laughs> I thought you just said Dot. Don. 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 Donny! <laughs> what is happening? This one got really derailed. Anywho. <laughs> uh, we've started with the anywho's. They're going to spiral throughout the episode. You know what, I feel like people are going to be like, wow, she really does say anywho all the time. Like, yes, that's the way I get myself back on track when okay. it comes to these podcasts. So, if we get back to the story. So, we start <laughs> off okay. with... Okay, my god, I felt so attacked just then. <laughs> we literally start off with um, Bast being like, ah, oh, fuck, he's found us. Except she doesn't say fuck, he just says Bast cursed. And I'm like, well... She said, she oh, said fuck. fuck. So... She, yeah, literally leaves Carter to I bloody, deal with the rabid moose. Can I just say, I, love, yeah. I bloody love that phrase where it's like, I heard her curse. That is so creative. No, yeah. sorry. It's so, well, it leaves so much room. Carter did it in the episode before this, and I was going to point it out because I was like, where are your Julius manners? Excuse <laughs> me. I was like, well, my brain's always like, wow, they really leave room for my imagination because I'm now just imagining how much and how vigorously they are swearing 24-7. My favorite thing is, so one of my so friends. you know, like Dustin from Stranger Things? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Shut! It's in my mouth! Shut! <laughs> Yeah. Like, one of my favorite things that one of my friends says, like her 
go-to curse is fuck a duck. And I'm like, it's just because, I mean, like, you know, it just comes out just fantastic. And I'm like, amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Brilliant. It just comes out that way. And I'm like, oh, so good. And because of her accent, it's like, oh. "Oh." Okay, so, yeah, Bath basically leaves Carter because Carter was like, I'll save everyone. And she's like, bet, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I I, I really. Distraction, so I'll get away. Well, as soon as Carter, like, turns to distract the moose and he's like, hey, moose, he screams. And then, like, the sat animal just, like, looks at him. And all of a sudden, you just hear Horace in his brain going, yes, we will die with honor. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, our battle will be legendary. <laughs> but it's, like, anytime I see the word honor, I'm immediately like, Zuko. <laughs> like, that's all I see. Oh, really? That's <laughs> what Mulan. <laughs> no, dishonor on you. Dishonor on you, cow. No. Oh. I think it was Zuko. Oh, that's even funnier! He spent like a whole season trying, or a whole show, really, trying to the get his honor back. Trying to get his honor back. Yeah. That's funny. And so just seeing, like, Horace's oh, line I is literally. Think that at all. Like. No, it's not a Mushu. So Carter goes, Hey, Moose, I screamed. The set animal locked its glowing eyes on me. Well done, Horace said. We will die with honor. <laughs> and Carter just goes, Shut up. <laughs> well, we will die with honor. See, and see, I read that as we will die with honor. And then Carter goes, Shut up! What? <laughs> <laughs> but I love then that, like, Carter, like, he's like, You don't have a net, aim. I'm gonna call you Leroy. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's such a curse, you guys. We're going to welcome you to our choreographer. This is Leroy. Hi, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Literally reading that, I was like, oh, my God. Carter would fit in so well with us. Because that's what we do. We make up names for things. Hello, Doug. Doug, so, Doughboy. His name is Doug. You don't have a name. I'm going to call you Leroy. (laughs) Also, what a great name. Leroy. <laughs> but I love it like and before honestly, he names him Leroy, Carter basically goes, mm, you're pretty ugly. We need to find an ugly name for you. And I'm like, where did fucking Leroy come from? <laughs> what did Leroy have a to you? He got nicknamed that. Maybe that's his middle name and he really hates it. Carter Leroy Kane. <laughs> that's funny. Fuck. No, his middle name's probably Julius. Oh, that's boring. Or he's probably named after an NBA player. Oh, that would be funny. Yeah. Hilarious. Seeing as later in the next Oh, I totally forgot about that. That that was hilarious. I freaking love that. (laughs) It's so funny. Literally all of them being like, why did you bring this loser? And Carter's like... (laughs) That's in the next chapter. We'll focus on this chapter. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, the... He... Carter is, like, using his brain. And I love that he's using his brain. Because, like... Well, it's just, like, interesting to me because Carter's, like, whole thing and his whole magic system is supposed to be, like, he's the battle one mm-hmm. and Sadie is the... Intellectual. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But, like, he only just learned about the locker thing in the last chapter. And, and he now he's like, immediately using cool. it, like, because it's on the brain and he's just, like, so quick on his feet. He's just, like, thinking of it. He's, and he's like, like, that'll do. <laughs> he's like, I wonder if, like, this could work. And then it works. And he's like, oh, that's sick. <laughs> What a great reaction. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love it. Well, and especially because, like, the way the bast explains it is, like, well, you locked him in here. He can't come out until you let him out. And Carter's like, well, just fucking never let him out then. (laughs) Unless someone breaks into my lockout, which they didn't know the combination. (laughs) Have you got the combination? (laughs) The cube of Rubik. So, yeah, oh, then he, no, like, I can't get over That's so funny. Because what he's, what, 14? Yeah. Yeah, and see, I could just... I met a 14-year-old boy. Oh, cool! <laughs> I imagine that so well in my head. So sick. 
really see him doing that. Oh, oh, this is just so cool. Because Bart's taught him. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's funny. So, to you, Carter is Jonah from Tonga? Is that what you <laughs> No, I've heard... Did you not hear the kids at our school doing that all the time? Oh, miss, miss! Okay, so, yeah, basically, <laughs> like, the whole thing with Leroy is over in, like, two seconds, and Carter is like, guys, I'm gonna miss my flight! Stop distracting me! And he, like, runs off, and then, basically, <laughs> Buster's like, oh my god, you didn't die. She's I'm so like, impressed by yeah. you. She's like, oh! I thought I would have to like I thought I'd have to give away this seat because you wouldn't be coming back. Yeah, oh, look at you. Because they have first class seats, and she's like, "Oh, I was going to stretch out, but like I'm also like super impressed that you're here." <laughs> and then she's like, "Maybe there's some tomcat in you after all." And I'm like, "Yes, fast, adopt him, please. He has no one." Little cutie, I just love that baby lamb. Just adopt him. Don't sacrifice him, but just adopt him. Why would you? She basically did when she was when he was like, "I got this." There was less words. <laughs> I'm going to be the sacrifice! <laughs> what is this episode? Okay! <laughs> when Carter is your sacrifice. It's kind of sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So they make it onto, yeah, he makes it onto the plane, and then uh, Bast is basically like, mm, good job, Kate, sleepy buys now. So then he goes on, yeah, like, he has a little fish. nap. He has a little nap, and then, um,. Carter's, like, bar takes a little trip. And I just have a note here that <laughs> I, it was a question that I'm going to ask you. Okay, okay so let me away. ask you the question. Ask away. Answer honestly. Am I allowed to interrupt while you ask me the question? It's a short question. Okay, go ahead. Answer really honestly. Okay. If we weren't doing the podcast. Yes. Would you have read this book if I had pitched it as... Guy imprisons his brother so that he won't get in the way of building and decorating his house. Probably not. <laughs> because that's exactly what's going on here. As we're finding out in this dream, Set is literally building a house and interior decorating. And he's like, everybody go away. And when Carter is there eavesdropping, he's like, um, this is a unique design and I would rather you not steal it, thanks. No prying and eavesdropping. <laughs> like, this is for my very, very special birthday. <laughs> he's like, I have a... I've been locked in my room for the past however many years, and my brother was gonna fucking interrupt, so I got rid of him. And now it's my turn and my time to shine. Like, fuck off. (laughs) If I had pictured as that, would you have read it? No. Even though this is exactly what's happening and it's super funny? No. No. Because I love it a lot. I love that it's the plot of this whole book. It's funny. Set is literally just building a house. And everyone's like, ah! Sure, it's like a death house, but like, you know, it's a house that'll be like ruin the world, but you know, it's just building a house. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, he is. And yes, it's funny. If, okay, well, if we weren't doing the podcast, did you have any intention of reading Kate Chronicles? Look, I had intentions too. Like, you know how, how I have, um, like, I have all these books that I thrifted, and I'm like, wow, I'll get them, and they look nice, and I'll read them. I'm I'm not actually going to read them. <laughs> like, like, they're just saying. Then why would you buy them? You, you're really going to look at me and say that? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to sit there and tell me that I'm wrong? Yeah. Okay, we'll put it this way. I didn't think I would ever get around to reading Magnus Chase, but I read Magnus Chase. So, yes, it is. it was on my to-do list to read. Oh, okay, fair enough. But then I pushed it back because you said we were going to read it on the podcast, so I was like, oh, great, so then I don't have to feel guilty about it. I was like, I can read it when, I'll read it when we do the podcast. Hmm. 
So, did you think if there like was anything of note in this conversation at all? Between, in in the book, between Face of Horror, the demon, and Seth, that Carter was eavesdropping on? What do you mean by anything of note? Did you think about it at all? Oh! Do you remember it? Yeah! <laughs> they basically just talked about Seth's divorce. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Seth was like, um, how dare you bring up my wife? And Face of Horror was well, like, yes, I am an insignificant worm, but... <laughs> And I just had a note that's like, we are worms! Worthless worms! <laughs> yeah, that's funny. No, uh, look, when, okay, so when it was happening, talking about him building a house, and was it wanting to be recognised? Is that what happened? Yeah? Okay, but it wasn't that he wanted to, like, take over and destroy the world. He just wanted a little place for himself. And then the little demon face guy was like, why stop there? Oh, yeah. Spread your horizon. And then, so it was sort of just like, okay, so Set is being manipulated, and so it was, you know, this, so this was right off the bat of, um, Sadie having a chat with Sky Lady, his mum, and was like, Set's my child too, there's some good in him as well, like, he's not all bad. <laughs> that wasn't the last chapter. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That was the last episode, Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and so I had that in mind where it's like, okay, I mean, of course, a villain is not, like, a villain is a sum of all its parts, but not all of his parts have to be evil. It's usually just majority. <laughs> but, like, there's always some good parts yeah. in an evil Because with how do they become a villain in the first place? Somebody turns... <laughs> Joe's just trying to justify every love for every morally great character that she Excuse me. <laughs> Do I need to point these out? <laughs> or put it on the podcast! <laughs> I like my broken bones. Leave me alone. I like sipping after them. I don't, I don't want to actually look after a broken boy. I feel like I don't have the patience. I'm very... You broken. barely have the patience for boys. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of hand. There's a lot of like. There's a lot of hair. Is that what you want to say? say? There's a lot of hand holding. But people could take that literally. No, I mean like you have to like baby them. I'm like, Ugh. there's a lot of nurturing that goes into a relationship, and it's like, oh, so lazy. I could not be bothered. <laughs> Joe can barely cope with a plant that basically waters itself. It does. It's a. It's like a cactus. It's a succulent, and I'm like, just stay alive, will you? Why do I have to look after you? <laughs> to other people and like all I think of is like great you've just given me a job to do (laughs) 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 you fucking gifted me with a a responsibility like what (laughs) just tell me you don't think I'm an adult without (laughs) telling me that you don't think I'm an adult (laughs) the only plant that I've ever kept alive is the one that's in the bathroom because it literally tells you when it's dying. Yeah, it's so And it, like, like, gives you, like, a lot of time. It's, it's like, it's I have, like, eight leaves that are, like, brown and wilting. Like, please water me at least <laughs> once this year. Yeah, it'll start to just, like, fall to the floor. And yeah. it'll be like, oh, I'll give you a drink. It's like, oh. oh but then it comes back so quick. It's yeah, so you give it a drink, you put it in some shade, and it's like, oh, thank you. It's like, I am revived. <laughs> it's like, much appreciated. Like, you gave it drugs, and it stood up straight. It's like, wait, wait, we are attention. <laughs> and you're like, all right. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't have the patience. Maybe someone needs to buy set a plant. Yeah, I don't have it'll the... go super well with his blood red pyramid. I feel like it was <laughs> your black room. <laughs> I feel like if I had the energy and the patience, and it was the right person, 
then I would I would put all that in. You don't have the energy or the patience to find the right person. No, I do not. You barely have the patience to put out the bins. I'm also a very awkward person when first meeting people. Oh I'm so uncomfortable. I'm just flashing back to that Christmas party that you had with one of your workmates' husband, and they were like, Joe, I'm going to get you, like, 20 dick pics by the end of the night, and you were like, go for it. I was and like, you're here going, I'm super shy. <laughs> and no. you're here welcoming dick pics. I, was, I didn't talk to them. He did. And I was like, okay. I, was, I haven't used the app since. I've used that app two times, and the second time, it was him who was using it. <laughs> it was Tinder, and he did like, so I had just had it, oh and I hadn't gone into it, and then he used it and was like, yeah, because he was bored, and it was like, <laughs> he literally said to me, oh, if I was an 18-year-old girl, <laughs> and I was like, he was like, I would get all the men, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, are you okay? He was like, yeah, yeah, I'm happy, <laughs> he's like, I'm happily engaged, and I was like, okay. I believe you, sure. Look, he must be super secure in himself, so I love that for him. <laughs> he is. He is real cocky about it. <laughs> anyway, also, though, he was using my account. Himself. I was literally like, he was like, he would like find someone and be like, okay, so you like this person, swipe. Oh, yay, we match. What do you want to say to them? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I was like, hello, oh, I guess. I was like, I don't know, hello? And he was like, you have to give them something to respond to. And I was like, is hello not enough? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay. So what I want to say is not enough to get a response. And then I spiraled from there and I just watched him go through my phone. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And then I went home alone that night, sober. (laughs) Speaking of people watching other people. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) That's number two, guys. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So, yeah, set basically like I know, turns you're on. counting my shame spiral. <laughs> Just over your laugh, because I, I said there was going to be seven more this episode. <laughs> okay, well, we're only going to make it to five, so. <laughs> Just warning you. Oh, God. So, yeah, after, you know, set has like finished talking to uh, Face of Horror and basically like slapped him verbally for um, <laughs> mentioning his ex wife or his current wife, I don't know. Literally. Estranged. They're estranged. They're separated. Look, if not by distance, then by time. He's put an it's complicated <laughs> on his Yes. <laughs> yes. And so after he's, um, he then sets and then says to Face of Horror that he thinks it's time that they put Amos Kane to use. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know, Carter must like, like gasp audibly or something. Why did my brain, <laughs> was he when I heard you say that phrase, put Amos to use? I had that, if you're gonna let the town, let me down, Charlie, and the backup dancers, like Amos just being like, dance, he's like, you mean set. <laughs> yeah, Amos, so set saying to Amos, dance, if you're gonna let me down, let me down, Charlie, he's doing the backup dancers. Fuck, that's a good trend. I love every time. Yeah. I also watch every single one of them because I'm like, yes, hit it. Why does it work so well, though? I don't know. That dance with oh. that song. Why does it it's work remixed. so well? Anyway, so Seth, like, looks straight at Carter and is like, uh, <laughs> do you agree? Like, we should, we should use Amos. And Carter is like, ah, fuck! And then Seth, like, reaches for him, and that's when he wakes up. And so what I had in my brain was, you know in, you know in <laughs> the Eclipse movie... Belana, I know you're listening. This is going to be a favorite part of the episode. This is my ears, Twilight. <laughs> you know, in the Eclipse movie, when yes. it's in Jackson's 
like um flashback yeah it's Hey guys, so it's just um, editing Kate here. I just realized that I said Jackson instead of Jasper. So I obviously had uh, the name of the actor in my head rather than the character's name. But I am talking about Jasper in the scene that's about to happen, not Jackson. <laughs> oh my god, she's a fake fan, guys. No! After the flashback, and then Bella is dreaming about Maria. And it's like the dream yes. where Maria turns into Victoria yeah. and speaking in Jasper's ear when she yeah, realizes yeah. they're all puppets. And then it's like, and the eat dream, him. The dream ah. ends with like Jasper like reaching for the like lunging camera. Lunging for her, yeah. yeah. That's what I imagine is like Carter's view at the moment, but Woo. it's set. And set being like, ha! <laughs> Carter's being like, ah! Really? Okay, so what I thought That's what of, I imagine. What I thought of was Harry Potter 3, Prisoner of Azkaban. They're amazing, trying to amazing. get they're trying to get rid of the boggart and the clown is reaching. Oh, creeptastic! Reach, nightmare fuel. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. It was absolutely humongous. Absolutely humongous. <laughs> anyway, and that's the end of um, chapter twenty-two. And oh! before we get into the next chapter, <gasps> is it time to put in an ad? Yay! Do you want to ad for this week? No. <laughs> No, I don't want to read the ad. You know I'm no good at this. So yeah, it's time to put in our ad for the week. See, the problem is, is that whenever the ads are being read, is that uh, I when if you read them, I interrupt, and I feel like if I tried to read them, I would want to go off script and ad lib, and apparently you're not allowed to do that. So no. Anyway. Hey guys, so fun, exciting news for us. Uh, we have launched some new things in our merch store. So if you head over to the link in our description, you can go find our link tree and you can follow the links to our tea public. We have some new designs put up there in the last couple of weeks. So right around in time for Christmas, you guys can get yourself some stickers or some for your friends, some t-shirts, some hoodies, some phone cases, whatever the fuck you feel like. It's all there. We've got some cool little fun inside jokes from the first couple of seasons, first couple of Percy books, and they're all there waiting for you and your little sticky fingers. Get yourselves on them. It's a fun, super fun time. And we've also had a couple of listeners send us some of their designs as well. So we are figuring out how and when we want to upload those. So if you guys have any more that you would like to send to us that you think that we should keep in mind, then absolutely head them on over to our email or up to our Instagram. So our email is damnsnackbarpod at outlook.com and our Instagram or our Twitter is at damnsnackbarpod. Guys, we love interacting with you and we love getting all of these things from you. We love seeing how creative you are. So absolutely come and send us your ideas or even things that you would want to buy that we would just make for you you don't even have to put in any effort just tell me what you want and i will do it <laughs> okay let's let's go back into the episode this was super fun yeah follow the links to our link tree it's down in the description love you guys okay thanks okay let's get into chapter 23 <laughs> professor Thoth's final exam makes it sound like he's dying anyway <laughs> Carter no, and Sadie and Bart. It sounds like it's the finals in the year, and, and that's what he said for them. But he's not like he's dying. Wow. <laughs> the trio arrives in um, <laughs> Memphis and track down the god of knowledge. And then upon their arrival at his new place, the trio is the trio is met by Khufu. And after Khufu and his friends wipe the floor with Carter's basketball prowess, <laughs> they finally get to meet Thoth. Thoth agrees to translate their stolen book from Angry Frenchman only in exchange for retrieving some mysterious item of power from a magician's tomb. 
fucking hell, the basketball episode was so funny. Episode. <laughs> I was like, um, basketball <laughs> scene was so funny. <laughs> it was so cute because he was. To like, remind you of like grown ups with Kevin James's character and the other character just like literally falling over each other on the basketball court going, do you want to take injuries? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought it was so no. cute. Because, ah. No, because he was talking about how that's how he connects with his dad. And he was like, and just the fact that he was, that he was like, so you've never actually played basketball. And he was like, shut up. He was like, you know, I can tell you any fact that you want to know about basketball. And she's like, okay. You can't dribble for shit, but I'm <laughs> So he used to say, like, I watched ten minutes of the game and I reckon I could beat you. <laughs> yeah, literally. And Carter's like, yeah, probably. And the funniest part is, though, is that it's supposed to be that his power, like, so the power that he possesses is, like, the more physical and active side. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that! <laughs> and here he is, like, ah, unco as fuck. And this is the point where Horace is literally like, please, please let me take over, please! <laughs> He's like, this is a disgrace! <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm losing to a rug. <laughs> This disgrace. <laughs> he's like, he's like Cooper, you said he could play. What is, what is this? This is this is Cooper, all of your recommendations are fucked from now on. You have ruined your credit Honestly, score. No, imagine being imagine being over like um bullied by some baboons. Literally the baboons were the baboons were like, he sucks. In a different language, and Carter still understood and was like Preempting it was like, I swear, I can do all this. And she's like, I know you can, sweetie. Come on. I won't tell dad, I promise. She's like, totally gonna tell dad. <laughs> she's like, where the Millers went. And I'm just like, white boy gets bitten by spider. <laughs> yes. God. So honestly, I just love that. Oh my god, can you imagine if in the movie, Sadie is just like vlogging randomly? Yeah, she's <laughs> like, just like, like unironically, I mean, ironically at first, but then it turns into like unironic, it's her actual job. Yeah. <laughs> and so instead of like the radio stuff going on, yeah, like there, it's just you know, home recording videos. It. Oh, fuck! <laughs> and she just posts them to YouTube and she's like, if you think these are real. <laughs> That's so funny. There's just to like modernize it because who the fuck is making a voice recording anymore? No, nobody. That's not true, Dr. Kent. This is petition. Give Sadie a phone and let her vlog the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, let her vlog the entire thing. Like, That's I'm talking, so like, so cringy and naive and, like, like beautifully um, innocent, like Spider-Man in Civil War. <laughs> oh, that shit was funny. At the very beginning of Homecoming, and he's like, oh, guys, that's my cue. <laughs> Coming in, let Sadie be that. Oh my god, that's so because she's and Carter just being there, like, no, stop exposing me in my old bear clothes. (laughs) And Sadie's like, look at the drip, it fucking sucks, bro. I thought you were supposed to be stylish. (laughs) We're like, you're supposed to be cultured. You travel the world. What is this? You're supposed to be cultured, (laughs) guys. If you want some culture, do not go to Carter. You fucking (laughs) suck. Really dresses it. Boy, he's been around the world, but you'd never tell. <laughs> he, he looks like he grew up in a retirement village. What is Oh, this? yeah, she looked like she'd been chained to a radiator half her life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anyway, yeah, I just, love, <laughs> I just love the preempting being bullied. So he's, like, got the defenses on, and he's like, look, I can do this, this, this. And she's like, okay, Carter. 
That's, that's like, like if someone came up to you and said, look, I'm really good at wee bowling. I'm just not good at the real thing. <laughs> or they're like, oh, I can tell you all the facts about famous bowlers. And you're like, that's nice. You suck. <laughs> that's like if our brother couldn't play basketball for shit, but he's like obsessed with the game. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally what's happening in the book. I'm just imagining him going up against a bubbling band of baboons. <laughs> bubbling, bubbling band of baboons. <laughs> and him being like, Oh, shit. It was literally fucking hilarious. And just okay, what well, I think my predictions in the last episode is was that Bast and Doth were gonna have a chat. And yeah, you thought they were gonna be best buddies. I thought they were gonna be all buddy buddy. Yeah, no. I was I, when wrong. you were saying it, I was like, <laughs> I was wrong. She literally fucks off. Yeah, like, she's like, ah, this is not good. I mean, yeah. his form is literally a bird, and the last time that she was around the kids as birds, she tried to eat them, so. True, true, true. Not that she could eat another god, I don't think, but like no, but she, she could try. Oh my god, I guess you know Horus and Isis. <laughs> she'd chase him. I mean, come here, <laughs> come here, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that's from the great. And I'm gonna great. rewatch that show. It's so good. All I have in my head is you gonna let me die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm miming the leg movement. Yeah, because I can't actually dance. dance. So you know. Anyway. But yeah. Um, Literally we, we, what she did, she was like, okay, I've dropped you off at your play date. Pick you up later, kids. Behave. Bye. We literally, like, um, gloss over the fact that, like, Khufu's alive. Oh, yeah. Khufu's alive. Yeah. And when We've Carter and Sadie new, see him, they're like, oh, my God, you are, you're alive. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I mean, yeah. I would love it if all of Sadie's inner monologue is just like, oh, my God, but does that mean that Philip's okay? Philip the crocodile? Yeah. That should be her inner monologue. She had a connection with Philip. They'll have to go find the crocodile god, apparently, to go and find them. Yes. Who's the crocodile god? My brain's just thinking Kung Fu Panda. Um, we do get to meet them. <laughs> I don't remember their name. I'm, I'm sure it's not correct. <laughs> not Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> well, you know in Kung Fu Panda 2 when they meet... Oh, fuck. I can't remember his name. But he's like the the really famous Kung Fu fighting crocodile. 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 <laughs> I thought he was going to say. Rob Owen Boots are proud of you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Rob. Rob, you and your karakadas. Stop <laughs> <laughs> on your karaks. I want to go for a run. <laughs> oh, God. That's so bad. Karak. <laughs> Put my karaks in the food <laughs> My what? Your Karak. <laughs> yeah, he's wrestling the Karak. <laughs> I want to go to the Karak show. <laughs> Is he going to be okay? There's Karak in there. <laughs> when we meet the crocodile, you're going to be like, oh my god, he's got a Karak. <laughs>
Joe's fucking losing her mind over a pronounce that extra, you know, <laughs> vowel in the middle of the C and the R, because otherwise it just sounds like crocodile, and I'm like, crocodile. It's, it's the car crocodiles. And Thoth is like um, a really weird presence. Like he's like making words and stuff like fly off his coat every two seconds. And he's like, both smart and dumb. <laughs> he's got, hang on, what was it you said to me the other day about the Ibises? <laughs> what? The Ibises at the front desk. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> like you know, before we even meet Thoth, you know, you're just chickens out front just like <laughs> doing some accounting work <laughs> these receptionists and they're all there and they're like the way just because they said they were tapping with their beaks so they were typing with their beaks and so oh, Joe's was... just imagining them all like headbanging <laughs> yeah. typing out essays like <laughs> well I just we know how like a typewriter goes yeah. that's the noise I imagine and that just instead the... of the ding they squawk yeah well I just imagine <laughs> A lot of like, because they're tapping with their beaks, and so it's not fingers, and so it's really slow. Oh my god, it's like the DMB in Zootopia. Yes. What is the animated bird I'm thinking of that taps with its beak? Ah! I have no idea. Like, why am I? I'm thinking the friggin' chicken from Moana. Like, uh, just a whole shit ton of them. Just, like, typing away. I have no idea what you're thinking of. Anyway. But yeah, I just thought it was really funny. Just a bunch of birds headbanging, trying to write essays. <laughs> which is what they're doing. Which is yeah. absolutely hilarious. But yeah, Thoth is, like, a really weird guy. He's, like, running around like a headless chicken. Or a headless around like... Yeah, and he, um, basically, they're like, uh, Thoth, Thoth, excuse me, like, pay attention, can you translate this book for us? And he's like, mm, do me a fucking favour first, like, my god, we're not giving out shit for free, no more free. <laughs> well, I thought Thoth was weird, because I was like, dude, how do you not know about current times? You've lived through it! <laughs> he was like, have you heard of this new thing called, you know, like, the internet? He's like, wow, the internet, I've never heard of that before. He was like, do you it's real and it's like honey I mean he has been banished to the duat for like thousands of years still he's been back for a while and I was like god of you know knowledge and wisdom you should know all this shit so I thought it was really weird (laughs) he knows a lot about the old stuff but not the new stuff yeah and that was a joke do you want to learn anything about Thoth Joe have we haven't we already no already hit me oh we kind of have like we touched on it a little well, bit at the very beginning of, like, when we saw the statue of Thoth, you know, outside the library, and we know that he's, like, you know, the god of knowledge or whatever, and we learnt last episode that he had a big fat crush on Newt. Um, oh. Newt's commander, that is. Ooh. <laughs> that is what was, you know, my brain thought of Newt from Maze Runner. 
<laughs> Ooh. So dead. Spoiler for anyone who didn't watch or read that. <laughs> Please. It's been out forever. They should have seen it by now. Any Dylan O'Brien fans definitely would have seen it. Um, yeah. Well, he was basically... I remember talking about how the fact that he was um, laid from, like, the cosmic egg of, like, all time. It was, like, the first Which thing. Which was, like, very ever. funny. I yeah. was like, that's weird, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but he, um... But so because of that, he's, like, really closely associated, and this is why we meet him in this book, he's really closely associated with um, the balance and chaos uh, whole debate thing. Yeah. So... The goddess who personified balance was sometimes seen as his wife, which is... And her name is Mart. Um, but that's kind of interesting. But I also think it's interesting, like, you know how we were talking about how Set has a... Uh, or the Set animal had, like, a Greek counterpart, which was, like, the Typhonic Beast. You know, for Typhon. Um, well, Fox, like, Greek translation over, like, their person. It's not Athena? It's Hermes. It's Hermes. Yeah, because Thoth is like the god of fucking everything. It was either going to be Hermes or Apollo at this rate, because he's literally like, he's a god of the moon, because there's another one that's Konsu, but he's also like the god of reckoning, learning, writing, and he's like the inventor of writing, creator of languages, and he's like the representative of Ra, he's like responsible for like all of this fucking shit. And you're like, whoa. And like, yeah. Okay. Oh, the reason that, okay, the reason that he seemed to have been born from the cosmic egg is because it was laid by an ibis. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh my god, guys, a bin chicken birthed the world. What? That's, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a giant ibis just like looking down over <laughs> Earth. Just well, like, the thing is, that is the bin chicken rules the Earth. They are the superior species. I don't like that. Uh-uh. Superior species. No wonder people were like mummified with their ibises as pets. <laughs> That's so weird. They it smell is weird. so bad. Have you guys ever smelled an ibis? I just want to know what happened in their evolution that they went from like being literally the creator of the world to a bird that roams. Well, that's another question. I'm just thinking: Do Europe and um, USA do they have bin chickens? No, that's an Australian thing. It's well, it must be Egyptian as well. As in, like, they're not as commonplace over there, I don't think. But, like, are they over there at all? Well, the name Bin Chicken and, like, Jump Chook, that's very Australian. Okay, but the actual ibis bird. I don't fucking know. Do they have fucking them? watch me Google it. Do they on. know what an ibis... Like, do they know what it is? Or were they introduced to an ibis bird through the Cane Chronicles? Because they're pretty regular around here. Those fuckers go through your bins and they steal your shit and they live at the dump. They are not... <laughs> to us, they are not the gods of wisdom. They're oh, my God! Okay, America, they do have a species of ibis. Is it prettier than ours? If ever it is, it's, it looks more like a crane to me. It is prettier than ours. Our yeah, ibises look ones. fucking ugly as shit. Oh yeah, are... there are different kinds. Okay, so the one that we know is the Australian white ibis. Then there's like the American white ibis. There's ones that are bright, bright fucking red. I would be assuming that those are the ones from Egypt. Those look pretty. There's ass. an African one, or maybe the African one is the Egyptian one. Oh, there's fucking heaps of them! Why do we... everywhere, Joe! Why do we get the ugly one? Oh, okay, they come from, like, the same family as storks and cranes, so that makes more sense. And sure. herons. Sure. And egrets. Okay, well, that makes more sense. But, I'm like... I'm literally looking at these photos. We have the ugliest one. We have the fucking ugliest one! We have the ugliest... Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Why don't we get the convict one? 
<laughs> Joanna, you can't say that. Why? We hail from convicts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hello, we're white people living in Australia. You can't be birdist. <laughs> I want a bright red one. That one looked pretty as. That's fucking scary. Okay, that makes way more sense, though, for, like... A, yeah, it does. Because, be- like, because I was literally picturing our ugly-ass, gross, old lady-looking, wrinkly neck. I was, like, I was thinking of the ugly-ass, old lady, wrinkly neck one that we have that has, you know... The gobble-wobble neck. Yeah, the, go- the, the gobble-wobble, the gross neck, you know, and it's got... It looks like... And it's, like, eyes are popping out of its yeah, head. Yeah, no. Australian ibises, their, like, body is fine, but their whole neck and head is, like... Their whole neck and head is literally, like, wrinkled, old black leather. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, and then it lifts its wing and it's got these like red feathers underneath that looks like it's been stabbed or it has some kind of disease yeah. attached to it. I remember the first time I saw an ibis flying and I saw like its red feathers. Like yeah. it had a few spotted red fl- feathers underneath its wings. I was like, ew! It's got rabies! I was like, what's wrong with that bird? And mum was like, no, that's just how they look. Like, that's just an ibis bird. And ever since then, they've grossed me out. Also, because they smell disgusting. <laughs> they smell so rank. I'm like, ew. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> but yeah. So Thothum, he was often confused with Hermes. And he says in this little bit, he goes, in ancient Egyptian, it's a perfectly fine name. Talking about his Jehudi name. <laughs> And then he says, the Greeks called me Thoth, then later they confused me with their god, Hermes. Even had the nerve to rename my sacred city Hermopolis, though we're nothing alike. Believe me, if you've ever met Hermes, and then, like, cuts himself off, and I'm like, yes, I love this call back or call toward or whatever. I love that they're literally saying, that he's literally saying that Hermes is real. I love it. I love it. Especially with, like, the hint way back in the very start of the book as well, where it's like, Manhattan has other gods and other problems. We don't address those. And, like, nobody said anything. And I'm like, I fucking... Just for me. I love it for me. So, yeah. Um, the reason that I brought up Thoth's, like, jacket before and, like, the reason that it's, like, you know, it's got, like, words coming on, whatever, is because yeah. I think it's really interesting that all he has to do is, like, brush the jacket and a few, like, letters and words fall off and it turns into, like, an animal. Like, he brushes off the word crawdad and it turns into, like, this little crustacean thing that, like, goes across the floor. And I'm like... God of creation, so, like hello. If he wrote Dodo Bird on his thing, he yeah, could he could just bring, bring a whole bunch back. Yeah, he could solve so many problems. Literally, hello, our koalas are dying out. What else? There's like one rhinoceros left. <laughs> yeah, get some more rhinos in the joint. <clears throat> then we get to learn. Um, I don't know if you already knew this, but um, the honestly, he Horus... could do so much good in the world, but he decided not to. Wow. We get to learn about the Horus and Set, like, duel after Set imprisoned Osiris. Mm-hmm. Yes, and how Horus won mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. Isis's help. Like, but did you know about that? No. No, but I did love, because we're back in Sadie's mindset. Yeah. Her, 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 her perspective, that's the word. <laughs> we're back in Sadie's perspective, and she is talking to Thoth, and Thoth's like, I know Iris, I know Isis is in control. And she's like, no, I'm Sadie Kane, I'm, I'm Sadie Kane, and I'm in control. And she's, you said to me during the week that you were like, Isis is literally a Karen. <laughs> Isis is a fucking Karen. I was like, you 
wanker. Listening to like, like how Isis handled the whole Horace defeating Set situation, like really? she got such a power trip from it, and she was like, <laughs> "Well, I was like, you got bored, created a problem, uh, and it didn't go your way, and then played the victim and cried about it, and people pitied you." And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I hate you. I hate people like that. I hate America. I hate America." <laughs> That's from friends. friends. We don't hate America. We just we're quoting friends. Anyway, it's the Thanksgiving episode where Ross is trying to um, remember all the all fifty states. Yeah. Anywho, um, yeah. And so I read that and I was like, I literally hate people like that. That annoys the absolute shit out of me. They're bored. They create a problem and they cry over the problem they created and get pitied for it. And yeah. people help them. And it's like, fuck you. Fuck yeah. you! You suck! Well, we get to learn um, about... We get to learn about how Isis convinced Thoth to help with the fight against Set and, uh, you know, in Horus's favour because Set was getting too powerful and he almost destroyed the world and so, like, when Set stabbed out Horus's eye, which is how we get the eye of Horus, Thoth, like, replaced it for him and gave him, like, a whole new fancy one and I'm like, amazing. Um, yeah, and then... Thoth cut off Isis's head. <laughs> I just love in Sadie's head. Isis just goes, "I got better. Like <laughs> I'm fine." <laughs> oh no, Horace cut off her head, not Thoth, because then Thoth healed her. Yeah, yeah. Horace got cranky, and Carter was like, "You did what?" <laughs> yeah. So then, like Horace and Isis were like fighting all the time, and it like totally makes sense as to why they chose Carter and Sadie as their hosts because Carter and Sadie are fighting all the time, <laughs> and it's just like normal. For well, Horace and Isis, which it, is just funny to well, me. Well, see, and see, when I had the thought, well, Isis is such a Karen, and she's such a that's such a terrible personality trait that she has. Yeah. My brain was like, oh no, because I'm really worried about Sadie now, because the whole point of the gods choosing hosts is that they choose them that line up with their morals and yeah. their, their thought pattern and their personality, so uh-huh. I'm like, oh fuck, is Sadie a Karen? Am I going to hate Sadie? <laughs> I was like, is Sadie going to do a play the victim? She going to create a problem and then sook about it? I'm like, mm, <laughs> is she going to do that to me? <laughs> Am I, gonna, am I gonna hate Sadie? Please don't make me hate Sadie. I don't think that you'll hate her. But then again, I don't know. You might. <laughs> I don't hate her so far. Actually, but yeah. I really so we like find her. out that the no, because she's got Percy vibes. So I'm like, <laughs> we find out that the reason that Set got all this control in the first place is because Set, um, basically, oh, because Iris, oh, Iris, Isis got rid of Ra in the first place. Like she basically convinced everybody that Ra was like super old, and she like made him like spit in like a cup and then she created a snake out of the spit and then the snake bit Ra and Ra was like Ami and she was like dead she, she was you like, are dead she was like I need your like literally I was like what a dick move I was, yeah. I was like it was really smart really cunning really well it was a dick move week. because then she it was, was effective like, well, she was like, well, the snake bit you, and because it was made from your spit, nobody can heal you except me, because I have the antidote, but in order to heal you, you have to tell me your secret name and give me complete power over you, and Literally. the secret name thing carries on for, like, this whole book, so, like... Which I thought was really weird. Well, it's like, well, you know how well, there's, like, names the... names have power, sure. Yeah, names have power, like, definitely, we already know that, and, like, you know how there's, like, the thing that's, like, in, like, fairy lore, that's, like, if you give a fairy your name... Like, if they ask for your name and you give it to them. Like, Rubble Stiltskin? Yeah, then they, like, own you forever. Sure, yeah. Which is why fairies don't, like, give out their name. Yeah. Because they're, like, more 
superstitious. That isn't applied to all fairy fantasy books that I've read. No, it's just like a general law thing. The same way that <laughs> I like, love the smile the same that way you that, just like, gave me. That's so funny. <laughs> I know what fairies are talking about. No, it's in the same way that like hey, you know, vampires, multiple. Being, <laughs> vampires being allergic to garlic is like vampire law. Sure. Law, L-O-R-E, not L-A-W. Okay. <laughs> it is the law! <laughs> That's why I was like... You <laughs> must be garlic intolerant to be a vampire. As I recall. And you know what? The Twilight vampires aren't garlic intolerant, so therefore they are fairies. <laughs> they don't eat. Yes, they do. <laughs> they eat blood. I'm gonna drink the blood. <laughs> <laughs> Leaking from your neck. <laughs> And I will watch the Crimson Blood leak from oh, your neck. That's what it is. I, I was like, I started and I was like, that's not correct. And I was like, I need to finish it though so that Joe knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was super self-conscious. <laughs> I will watch the Crimson Blood leak from your neck. How they can just hardcore go. Hardcore go. Love that audio. So oh funny. Oh gosh. So yeah, the whole secret name thing. And then they're like, Thoth, um, shut up. Can you just like read this book for us? And he's like, fuck no. Go and find me some magical item. And they're like, what is it? And he's like, I don't fucking know. You'll know when you see it. <laughs> you literally. <laughs> see, when he said that, and they were like, we have to go on a quest. My brain just heard Shrek saying, we're going on a quest. <laughs> just in his accent. And I was like, I'm on my way from misery to happiness today. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. What happened? But yeah, so like the secret name thing, it's like super, super prevalent in like Egyptian um, mythology as well. super prevalent in all mythology. Well, their names are like chosen to like represent their personality and their like devotion to uh, like a location or another god or like that kind of thing. So even like regular mortals. We relearned this again in Shang-Chi. Yeah. Shang-Chi when they were like real names. My favorite movie of this year. The Mandarin. They named me after a chicken dish. And it worked. America was terrified. <laughs> they named me after an orange. <laughs> after a citrus. America was terrified of an orange. Literally. It's amazing. But yeah, so like, they, the Egyptians believed that like, if you like, gave something a name or if you were trying to like, um, get rid of an evil spirit, then you would say their name into like, pottery or whatever. Like then, Bloody like, Mary? Yeah, and then like, smash the pottery so that like, it couldn't hurt you anymore. Which is why you would find, like, heaps of, like, smashed pottery around, like, um, birthplaces, and you would find it around, like, to, like, you know, get rid of evil spirits before someone was born, or, like, okay. you'd find it around, like, what's the word, like, churches or, like, places of worship. You know, yeah. You're supposed to worship the gods. Oh, my God. <laughs> would they just, like, do you have to leave the broken pottery on the ground in order for it to be effective, or is it once it's smashed, it works? Well, it was just, like, symbolic of, like, killing the evils. So okay, just joking. That's, that's why. And it's, a li- it's why a lot of, like, <laughs> Egyptian texts are, like, broken into pieces. <laughs> I don't know what it means if you put it back together again. <laughs> You're just, like, inviting the evil spirit back. <laughs> but, yeah. So, like, Egyptian gods were given a name. Like, there was a specific goddess who gave them names to protect them. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that was, like, her whole thing. She was like, I will name you. Who was that goddess? Do we get She to was like, name? she was like, Do we um, get to know her name? Do we know it? No, well, she was like Lucinda in Ella Enchanted. Like, just bestowing gifts left and right. Oh, so she was, she just was there. Yeah. She was like, okay. Yeah. Was just out here dropping shit around. That's funny. Yeah. But so, like, y- like, 
What if, a... though, what if you just had your super powerful name as your normal name? And then, so, wouldn't that be a power trip, though? So it's like, what is your secret name? And they'd be like... I will never tell you. It'd be like, it'd be like my name is... Butter. Like so, what, so my name is Lucifer, and be like, oh, what is your secret name? Be like, my name is Lucifer, and it's like, but everybody knows that name. It's like exactly, and too many people know that name, so it's lost its power. Or like so, so it's lost the ability to have power over me because everybody knows it. So it no longer is. I don't know. Has that kind of effect? Do you think? Do you think that would work? I don't know. Or would it be the absolute opposite effect, and he'd just be everyone's slave? <laughs> <laughs> Look, that could be it. <laughs> uh, I guess it's just on willpower then, I guess. Yeah. Not Will's power. As in <laughs> but yeah, that chapter literally ends with Thoth like, shoving them through a portal because even though portals don't work on a demon day... <laughs> Holy like, water! God. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Love Andrew Garfield so much. Yeah, and then we get into chapter 24. I blow up some blue suede shoes, Joe. So in this Very chapter, yeah, Carter and Sadie discover that the magician's tomb in question belongs to the one and only Elvis Presley, because obviously it's Memphis, Which I thought so we was have so to. weird. Well, we have to name the like... only celebrity that people outside of America know who comes from Memphis. Elvis Presley. Well, I thought it was funny when Sadie was like, Michael Jackson? He was like, Elvis Presley. She went, wow. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, the siblings scout, well, like, the reason what? he, the reason Virginia. he says Neverland, or like, Michael Jackson is because Michael Jackson had a ranch named Neverland because it was inspired by Elvis Presley's Graceland. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the siblings scour Graceland for clues before being discovered by two other magicians ready to capture and possibly kill them. So using some crafty magic to inhabit some classic rhinestone jumpsuits, Sadie manages to thwart the magicians while Carter hangs about as a mini lizard. And then upon subduing the magicians, the siblings realize that they were in fact Sharpti, and then they find the magic item, and then they are ready to punch Thoth for sending them on a wild goose chase. Literally. It's a really action-heavy chapter. It's really just Sadie coming into her own. I just really love the fact that they use the rhinestone suits. It's like, she, like, animates them, and she's like, go to work! She's like, <laughs> and then, murder! <laughs> just like, these, murder! these two magicians get, like, choked out by some suits, and I'm like, this is like hilarious. Uh, well, I thought the whole point of the chapter was Isis has been in her head, like, we must get revenge! We must murder people! Ah! And so, this whole test that Thoth set up was, I want to see who's in control yeah. and who should I trust. Yeah. And so the whole point was is that am I on the rapper? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the whole point was I'll just let you go. To be honest, I zoned out for the first two, three words. The whole point was that um Thoth was just like making absolute sure sure that Sadie's in control because, you know, she would like um disarm them and they would be easily easy prey for like murder yeah <laughs> but she but Sadie was like no when I'm gonna murder them that's silly and Isis was like death 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 bestow death upon them and she was like no I'm 13 I'm I will that. rain hellfire upon you <laughs> anyway and that's pretty much the whole chapter it is it's um I think it's like interesting that we get to see Sadie try to use her magic weapons. And we also see Carter try to use them, but he just gets to Literally. Which I was like, where's the consistency? Yeah. I was a There's bit no arc. Of, where's the arc? We didn't learn anything. <laughs> I just We literally learned nothing from this chapter. Actually, <laughs> not true. We did learn 
two things. Well, I'll just say before we move to those two things is that I thought it was just very annoying because I was like, we just, you know, read Carter leveling up. What the fuck happened? <laughs> They're like, just because we switched POVs doesn't mean Carter lost his It's now useless. Yeah. Maybe it does. Maybe the reason they're switching POVs is because that's whoever's, you know, in control at that moment. That's not the point. <laughs> point is... Like, you know. Well, he's had to realize... Well, one of them has to be incompetent for the other one to be the hero for a little bit. Like, come on. Uh, why can't they work together? I'm just trying to come up with, like, a magic reason. Together. <laughs> because, Joe... That's the whole, like, if you did that from the very beginning, that would be, like, the meme where it's, like, you know, Kane Chronicles now, Kane Chronicles if they work together, and it's, like, ten times shorter. Okay. Yeah. We have to overcome some some hard times, Joe. They are overcoming hard times. They're in the thick of it. Even (laughs) even if you are not ready for today. Because you were like, I need to sleep. (laughs) It cannot always be night. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Sorry. So yeah, should we get into the few things that we learned from this chapter? Yes, we can. Go. For okay, it. so do you remember how when we met Iskander, we found out that like if you were going to make a sharpie person, you have to be like really, really, really good at it, and like he was the only one who could be really good at it. And all of a sudden, these two guys show up, and then we find out that they're sharpie. Yes. Just want you to keep that in mind. I was thinking about who Iskander was for a second. I was <laughs> like, Gapper. dead guy. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that I want to point out is like. They're being animated by, like, these little balls of, like, fire? You lost me. Okay, hang on. All I know is that one of them, one of their specialties is lizards, (laughs) and the other one Okay, so they're knocked out, and then... Is the other one fire? Okay, Joe, I'm about to read a passage. Sorry, so, me. Sadie yeah. goes, uh, I looked at the magicians and yelped. Wayne wasn't moving. His eyes and mouth were open, but he wasn't blinking or breathing. Next to him, Jared looked just as frozen. As we watched, their mouths began to glow as if they'd swallowed matches. Two tiny yellow orbs of fire popped out from between their lips and shot into the air, disappearing into the sunlight. What? Oh, as uh, what was souls. that? What was that? I asked. Are they dead? Carter approached them cautiously and put his hand on Wayne's neck. It doesn't even feel like skin. More like rock. No, they were human. I turned them to rock, Sadie says. Carter felt Jared's forehead while I whacked him with my wand. It's cracked. Where I'd whacked him with my wand. It's cracked. What? Carter picked up his sword. Before I could even scream, he brought the hilt down on Jared's face, and the magician's head cracked into shards like a flower pot. They're made of clay, Carter said. They're both sharp teeth. He kicked Wayne's arm, and I heard it crunch under the twine. But they were casting spells, I said, and talking. They were real. As we watched, the sharp tea crumbled to dust, leaving nothing behind but my bit of twine, two stuffs, and some grungy clothes. Thoth was testing us, Carter guessed. Those balls of fire, though. He frowned, as if trying to recall something important. Probably the magician that animated them, I guessed, flying back to their master, like a recording of what they did. And then, it sounded like a solid theory to me, but Carter seemed awfully troubled. Okay, so you said his scounder, we brought him back to mind. Uh Uh-huh. So... Evil Frenchman. Uh-huh. Well, I shouldn't say evil. I say cranky Frenchman. Angry Frenchman, yeah. Cranky. We really should just learn to say his name. I don't even know what it is. I can't remember. French name. I don't fucking know. Bonsoir! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not associating Bonsoir with that man. That's <laughs> all I think of when people say French. <laughs> not hot on baguette. <laughs> well, what's another thing I think of? It's just, it's like a joke about how, like, sexualized French is. Oh, my dear. That's all I think of. It's a frog. Is it from Princess of the Frog? Is what I think of. 
Anyway, moving on. <laughs> no, does the frog speak French? Anyway, so we brought Iskanda back to mind. It is the French comes. Quarter, so... Yeah. So Izzy's in charge of all the clay people. Oh, Iskanda. Iskanda. Izzy's in charge of all the clay people. Right, right, right. French guy is now... Well, so you think dead. Carter's wrong, that Carter... Well, he Carter said whoever said, is controlling them. Yeah, but and he so, said Thoth was testing us. Sure, sure, sure. So you think Carter's wrong? I think... Okay, cool. Yep, go on. There's multiple ways this could... Yep, yep, yep. Go. I'm just not sure if... No. Look, yeah, there's multiple ways this could go. It could be that Carter's right and it was just Thoth. It could be that Carter's wrong and it was was Izzy's clay people that Frenchie was controlling and sent after him because they he was like thinking ahead and he was like Carter it's any dangerous he was like so we won't send any of our real limited edition like limited magicians edition. after them as like a just in case they are dwindling I guess you could say they're all limited editions exactly so they're a collector's item there's limited stock so like we'll just like keep our magicians close like I'll keep my cards close and I'll send out my... Limited seating! I am one tiny person! <laughs> yeah. So they'll send out their Kindle. And, um, you know, they're just they're like their pawns, which are the clay people. And it's like, see what happens! And oh my like, god, he said Kindle and pawn. And my head was like, whoa! Kindle Unlimited. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant like in chess, the little pawns. You know, the little ones you sacrifice first because they're <laughs> unnecessary. Alright, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much that. Okay. Yeah. So All right, those well are, then, so those then are the two there. options that are in my head. There's, it's probably mystery option number three, let's be real. But the little... Secret door number three! <laughs> the, the little fireball going out, that made me think of, like, a soul was attached to that body. So I'm like, is somebody in charge... Oh, that's all it made you think of? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. No. Oh, like in, um, in, um... Oh, like in um, Prisoner of Azkaban, when like the soul from the Dementors is coming out of like Sirius's mouth, like that kind of thing. Sure, no, that wasn't what I was going for, oh. but that works. Yeah, it's his soul. Sure, sure. What was it making me think of? I don't know. I don't know, It's Your dream. You take responsibility, take responsibility for, for it. <laughs> That's from Team Wolf. Um. We gotta rewatch Naomi that. will love that. <laughs> She's yeah. watching Teen We gotta rewatch that though, because we haven't. Have we watched it this year? No. We, have. we, we haven't. have. We have not. We have. You watched, we watched it this year. You watched year. three episodes without me, with Brittany. No, we watched it in, during lockdown, which was last year. We haven't had a proper lockdown this I year. I think we've watched it We have then. not, and we need to we need to rewatch it so All that right, we well, can watch the movie. Then, well, it won't happen this year. Ah. Of course it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, it'll be, see, see, uh, it made me think of, like, little souls that maybe, see, now that I'm thinking souls in charge, somebody's in charge of these souls and trap them, I'm thinking set, because you said he's the fire god. Uh, fire toe! <laughs> fire toe, not a word. 
Well, yeah, you said they like it looked like little balls of fire, and so maybe he trapped a soul in said ball of fire and sent them off to use them against Carter and Sadie and just see what's up. Because he has Amos to... too. Like it could be magic that yeah, we haven't and known no, of yet, but that is like set, super normal. And said said to his henchmen, he was like, "Amp it up. We're not doing a good enough job. These kids are kicking our asses. So mm-hmm, this is a new." Mm-hmm new battle that they face which they've succeeded against gotcha gotcha okay 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 so it could be set yeah it could be set it could be Thoth and it could be Izzy cool so yeah then they're um, about to leave because they're like abandoning the like mission that Thoth gave them thinking that it's like pointless <laughs> and then they just like stumble across like the Ankh symbol the, like the House of Life symbol and they're yeah. like oh my god this must be it and they pull out like this tiny little scroll that basically like reveals the fact that it was fast in there with Apophis, not Sekhmet, like everybody thought. And um, Kate spoiled this last episode by accident for Joe. I warned you! But yeah, I warned you last at the very beginning of the last episode that if I said something or was starting to lead into something that you weren't sure of, that you should just cut me off because I had read ahead because of our recording schedule. I can't remember. And yeah, then you just let me spoil something and you were there like... Wait, what'd you spoil? Oh, the fact that it was vast stuck in there with Apophis, not, um, like, that that's who Bast was up against in there. Because you find that out in this chapter, not with, beforehand. <laughs> with the snake? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I did not, I didn't pick up on it. I totally forgot about that till now. Well, yeah, so it's Bast. She's, she's, she was stuck in there. She's abandoned her post Oh, because that's how I was, I was going on a rant. I just, I remember going on a rant about why was, why was fast important enough to go with yeah. that. Because she was literally locked in there with like the most formidable Yeah, and they've just been saying Egyptian she's history. Yeah, they've just been saying she's a cat god. I was like, what? why is she yeah. form- formidable enough to go up against him for eternity? Look, I had to defend my girl. Like, sure. No, uh, she's she's My prom. Like, you're prompt. She's sassy and hilarious, and I was like, yeah, and she can hold her own, but I you're was like... like but why is she necessary? Oh, but I was like, but why is... I mean, they're saying this is the worst thing in the world, and they're saying that she doesn't get... Na- she's not one of the top five. She doesn't get name-dropped all the time. Yeah. You know, nobody Although, else... Although, when you think about it, like, she would have had to have been pretty important in Egyptian history. Like, you think about how important cats were to them. True, true, true. They did worship them. But not important enough for Egyptian novices like us to know who she was, so. Yeah, so catch 22. <laughs> Sad face. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much the end of the chapter is Carter basically going, now we have to go back to Thoth because I need to punch him in the dick. So. He says beak, but it's punch him in the dick. Yeah. No asshole punching. Why, Why would you, you play a game where you constantly risk being punched in the asshole? <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was Dala Margarita <laughs> Come on, Phil! So yeah, that's the end of um, this chapter. And Joe, what are you thinking for... What's your prediction for the next episode? No, no, no. We have a name for it now. Oh, yeah. What was the name? Remember, Naomi told us. No, Amber. Oh, Amber told us. I yeah. thought it was Naomi. No, Naomi's from Tumblr. Yeah, I thought it was... Okay, sorry. Naomi. Naomi. I know, that's I don't care. <laughs> Oh, fuck. What was it called? Quick, get the email up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hang on. All right. I don't want to disrespect it. We promised we'd start saying it. Don't fuck a duck. They stink. <laughs> but we didn't use it last episode. Oh, well, shit. We're going to use it from now on. Well, shit. <laughs> We're going to try anyway. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's all the way down here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, okay. So Amber wanted to call this segment 
Shadows and Statues. Alright, Shadows. So, Joe, what are your predictions? Welcome to Shadows and Statues. Ba ba banana. That's. No! The banana boat song! <laughs> That's also not the right vibe for the words. <laughs> Shadows and Statues. Ba ba banana. <laughs> so, what's your predictions for the next episode? My god, we're talking about it too long! Predictions. Where has he gone? <laughs> Good heavens. My <laughs> predictions for the next episode. For the, well, for the next moment. What's again? Oh, for the next episode, before you go into this, guys, we could have somebody special coming on either <gasps> next episode or the episode after. So keep your eyes fucking peeled and your ears, because obviously keep eyes peeled. Yep. <laughs> keep your ears clean. I said what I said. <laughs> keep your ears. Okay, clean. go on, Joe. Shadows and statues. What's your What's your predictions for the next episode? Okay, so back at the crib. <laughs> no, we're not slam poeming. I was poetry. I've seen that TikTok where it's just like, me and you, back at the plate. <laughs> you know, getting it done. <laughs> Have you not seen that? Oh, it's so terrible. Funny. I was like, anyway. Um, so they go back to Toph. To Toph. To Thoth. We're gonna say Khufu's there and they get knocked out with some tear gas and (laughs) (laughs) some kind of gas. Look, let's say Thoth takes them on an intellectual journey. In order to do that, he needs to knock them out first to take them to the past to explain a story and be like right okay I was wondering where you were going like, this. This. I was like not well, he's, out, gonna, like, he's gonna show them set, like who's no, 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 no. no he just wants to teach them because <laughs> he's a nerd anyway and no he's gonna give them a history lesson that is vague non responsible well like it's gonna be like you know you know it's gonna be like one of the dreams that yeah. you know they usually have where it's like here's what happened in history and history is going to repeat itself <laughs> so it's like this is word for word what happened in history yeah. you know this person died and this person got away and this person was betrayed and it's like okay so let's apply this to now that's the um, divorce beheaded and died <laughs> divorce beheaded and <laughs> betrayed I'm going really sick sorry wives that's for horrible histories, kids. You should watch it. Great. I just feel like completely interrupt you. I don't even know what you're talking about. But yeah, so they're gonna go on a dream sequence journey with Thoth, and he's gonna go, kids, this is what happened in the past. AKA, this is gonna be the ending for the book. Wow, that's so crazy. You reckon that the wow. ending is gonna be revealed in the next in the next episode? Let's see. We're halfway through the book. We this are is, halfway. This is a roundabout when it happens, and okay. it's sort of just like so. You're literally eyes peeled. You are. Well, this is what Rick does. Yeah. He spo- He tells you what's what. <laughs> he tells you what's gonna happen in the middle of the book. He's like, so this is what, this is how the book's gonna end, and it's sort of just like, okay, now we're just gonna. Watch okay. Well, them now come I want to know before conclusion. before we get into the next episode then, seeing as this is where you think that the ending is going to be revealed, what do you think the ending's going to be, Joe? They're not going to get Julius, but they get... Well, see, here's the thing. The ending's either going to be they don't save Julius but they save Amos, or they save Julius but Amos stays trapped and so that's going to be the next book. Right. So you're saying that they definitely won't have both of them, though? I would just have an inkling, because otherwise, what's the next next book going to be about? Because there needs to be multiple levels of like, because, you know, it was, like, in the first book of, like, so in Lightning Thief, 
it was like Percy's trying to save the world, but he's also trying to save his mom. Yeah. And he's also figuring out who he is, and he's yeah. also trying to, he's also battling with, do I love my dad? Do I not love my dad? Trying to understand him. All these different levels. Gotcha, he's gotcha. Like, And he's making new friends, and he's sort of like figuring out how he fits in society. Hello, that's so many levels and so many layers that we're going through. We've already peeled some layers in Kane Chronicles, so there's a few more to go, but Lightning Thief, they didn't say it. He didn't get both. He didn't save both. He eventually right. got both, but he didn't. He didn't originally. So you think that overall, succeed. over the series, that they'll get both Julius and Amos back, but not in this book? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Okay. Yeah. So, Alright, cool. Somebody will die, but I don't think they'll die in this. So book. is that all your predictions? Yes. Somebody will die. Oh, fun! <laughs> <laughs> yes, those are my predictions. Okay, great. Well, um. Yay. Do you have anything else to say about this episode, Joe? No, I'm very sunburned. I'm going to need to go put more friggin' aloe vera cream on my shoulders. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so, um, yeah, if you guys want to send us an email, we are damnsackbarpod at outlook.com. And if you want to send us a message on Instagram or the Twitters, we are at damnsnackbarpod. The Twitters. Yeah, the Twitters. <laughs> the Tweeters. <laughs> the Tweeters. Oh my god, follow us on Tweeters. <laughs> That's what she's great. Um, yeah, if you want to send us uh, another message or, like, whatever else, all of our, like, personal... Um, Can I buy you some feedback? <laughs> send all us our, some feedback. <laughs> all of our personal uh, oh, social media is down in our link tree, as well as our merch and our ad for the week. Hell yeah, our merch. It's all down in the show notes, so just head on down there if you need some more yeah, information. Yeah, we'll go look. We're pretty self-explanatory, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty fun times. So, um, yeah, come back next week. We'll be reading chapters... 25 to 27, possibly with a guest, although that might be the episode after. We, we haven't we haven't really nailed really it down yet. But get excited because excited things are happening. Excited <laughs> things are happening. We knew where we were going. <laughs> we knew where you were going. You were going to go. Fuck, we, we need to leave. leave. Okay, we will no, see you guys. This we, we will see you in the next. <laughs> You're right. We will make eye contact in the next freaking. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. Okay, bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>